Hello and welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always, if you'd like to reach us at the podcast, you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. All right, I'm joined now by Gita Huelen, who you can find on Twitter at that very handle. Uh, you can also listen to him over on the JackCast. Gita, please have you on after what was uh, such a nice performance. We'll get to transfers in a little bit, but figure we have to give you a couple minutes here uh, to discuss that win against Arsenal and the one that preceded it against Liverpool. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, you know, it went, we've been hopeless all season. Um, bottom of the league, six points from safety, and suddenly two wins against two of the top six, and, and it's all changed. And um, they were very different performances, really, against Liverpool. It was back to the wall, park the bus, um, just try to build this wall in front of Liverpool, really try and frustrate them all game. Um, and then and just grab the goal from one of only, what, two opportunities we had all game. So it was really a, a snatch-and-grab um, kind of uh, victory, really. But you, you don't complain at all about that when you're down the bottom and um, uh, haven't shown that kind of spirit all season. But then against Arsenal uh, last night, the, the complete opposite. Um, yes, we were still very disciplined and still very well-organised defensively, and... Um, you know, worked our socks off, but we created a lot of chances, um, but far more than Arsenal did. Uh, and even though we got a lot of help from Arsenal, their mistakes, their general diabolical play, um, you know, there was a hunger there and an, and an ambition that we haven't seen all season. It's it's nearly 11 months since we last scored three goals in the game. Um, and I think it says a lot about our performance that, we managed to go out and get those three goals, and it could have been more. Um, also says a lot about the quality of Arsenal's play that they shipped three goals. They, it does need to be said they were they were so unspeakably bad. Um, but we've played against other bad teams this season, and and we've lost them. We've lost to Brighton when they were chronically bad. We lost to uh, uh, Newcastle when they weren't anything special. We lost to West Ham when they were shockingly bad. Um, you know we've thrown away points against some really bad teams, and then. You know, Arsenal came down and they, and they underperformed massively, but we took advantage of it and, and, and really beat them convincingly. And, and the atmosphere around the club now has just changed overnight. It, it, it was, you know, a lot of fans had, had given up. I'll be honest, they, they were already, you know, saying that they were preparing for the championship. Um, I definitely wasn't one of those, but I, I definitely didn't expect us to get back-to-back victories against Liverpool and Arsenal, which now see us... Uh, outside the relegation zone for the first time in in months, even though it, it may only last for another couple of hours because there are matches tonight as well. But it's it's been an amazing week and a bit for for the club and the transformation and the Cavial. It's it's just been fantastic. Yeah, it's also been uh, fun to watch for neutrals. I'm sure throughout the league, but also especially for this commentator. Uh, as it's going to help Tottenham out in that top four chase. Not to make it about myself, but there we go. Um, <clears throat> very impressive stuff from you. Although I can't help but think when I see the 11s you put out that a fair number of them look more like championship players than Premier League players. But you may be adding uh, today, um, being linked with Andre Ayew. So this is a two-parter. One, how likely do you think that is? And two, as I alluded to in, in a post over on goal already today, is Swansea scouting department just a guy sat in a small cubicle just watching old Swansea matches? 
<laughs> it does feel like that a lot of the time. We do tend to go for a lot of former players. That definitely shows a lack of, well, a lack of just ambition, a lack of knowledge and understanding of the market, uh, lack of creativity and foresight. It, it, it's really something that, that annoys fans a lot. That we always get linked to the same players and we always go back for players who've, who've left. But it's it's mad, really, considering we used to be famed as a club who would find these hidden gems from uh, less fashionable sites and turn them into fantastic players. Um, but there we go. That's the situation we're in at the moment. The scouting department is something every Swansea fan complains about. Um, in terms of IU, uh, it seems like the most likely transfer to go through today. Um, all the journalists um, in South Wales seem to uh, think it's probably going to happen. Um, there was talk a while back that uh, Andre Ayew wasn't keen on a move back to Swansea. I don't know if the last few games have changed his mind or whether he's just feeling a bit forced out at West Ham, really. Uh, but, um, you know, he, he did very, very well here last time when he was down here in, in a poor side. He really stood out as one of the only ones who was trying every single game. And, and he definitely... He could definitely give us more of a goal threat, even if I'm not convinced he's going to solve what has been you know, a main problem over the last few months, which is creativity. Um, I don't really see him setting up a lot of goals, but he does have a knack of getting into good scoring positions and, and getting the, the scrappy goals that um, we, well, actually we've been scoring more and more of late. You have indeed, in large part thanks to his brother. I joked earlier in the season with you on Twitter that Swansea seemed to live and die by the IU. Could be uh, double that <laughs> here uh, yeah. come the end of the day. Uh, any other uh, options you think you're pursuing, or do you think that'll pretty much rest it for the day? No, we've been linked with a few other players. Lazar Markovic is, is one of the players we've been linked with. Um, I'm unclear how likely that is to happen. There was talk yesterday of a, a possible £15 million move, which... In my eyes, sounds like quite a lot of money. I know Markovic is young, but he has had injury problems and he hasn't really developed over the last few years, um, as you would have expected. Probably, you know, got, gone backwards really um, over the last few years. He's, he's still the kind of player that can give you something different uh, and, and can just come up with these moments of brilliance. Um, but whether he can perform them consistently enough, I'm not sure. And that's really been one of our main problems over the last few seasons is. We've had wingers who have had moments where they look fantastic. You think of Luciano Nassing, Jefferson Montero, even the IU brothers. Um, but generally, they they just stay below the surface and don't really have enough of a, a, const, a, a constant enough impact then. Um, Makovic probably fits into that category. Um, but still, I, I think it would be worth having a go at him on loan, which is one of the rumours today. Um, but still unclear about how likely that is to happen. I'd like to see it happen. I think a low move until the end of the season would, would really be a good one for us. Um, but I'm not really sure how likely it is to happen. Um, there's talk as well that um, uh, we're going back in for Andy Yeardom, the Barnsley right-back who we seemed um, certain to sign in the summer. Um, that move didn't come off due to running out of time. Uh, we left it too late. Uh, which is typical Swansea, it has to be said. Um, but uh, there is a chance that he may be coming back, uh, that he may be coming now. It w- 
would be typical Swansea again if we were to leave it late for a second window in a row. That would be pretty amateurish. Um, we could definitely do with another right back. I mean, the one sort of black mark against the performance last night against Arsenal was the goal we conceded. And you can see that Kyle Norton just switches off um, to allow Monreal in for for, um, for the tap-in. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we'll never we'll never forgive um, uh, Spurs for giving us Kyle Norton. Um, we could definitely do with an upgrade of right back. Whether Yia Dom actually is an upgrade, I'm not entirely sure. Whenever I've seen him, I've not been convinced by his defensive abilities. Um, but uh, that may be back on the cards now. Who knows? Um, and the only other one that I've seen linked is um, Andy King from Leicester, mm. which would be a, a strange one uh, and an underwhelming one. But apparently, um, according to uh, the Telegraph's Midlands um, football reporter, I can't remember his name now, but he uh, claims the Swans and Leicester in talks for a possible loan move. Um, that would be strange on a number of platforms. Um, one, if we were to bring him in on loan, that would be um, our full quota of loan players from um, other Premier League teams with Tammy Abraham already here. Um, so that would rule out the loan move for Lazar Makovic. Um, and two, I, I just don't think Andy King is a Premier League player. I I don't think he's ever been up to playing in the Premier League. I know he's got a winner's medal, but but um, that that doesn't really say much um, when it's Andy King. Um, I've always and I've, I've seen him countless times for Wales too and for Leicester, and I've never understood it. I've never understood why Leicester have kept hold of him for all these years because I've never seen him contribute to any team since definitely since Leicester were in the Championship. Um, but even when they were in the championship, I really thought he was an average player at that level. Um, and, and to think that a Premier League team could be interested in him, I, I really don't understand it. He is such a, 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 a nothing player, a player who gets lost very easily on a football pitch and never contributes anything. Um, I had seen that he was linked with a low move to Nottingham Forest. I, I would have thought that would have been a lot more realistic. More yeah, way more his level and a chance for him actually to get first team football and who knows, maybe develop as a player. But, um, I mean, if he comes here at the moment, I know central midfield has been um, a problem area for Swansea, but I, I can't see him improving it in any way, shape or form. And I, I, I couldn't really see him getting game time either. Um, even with, you know, even when our main backup at the moment is Tom Carroll. I, I still couldn't see him starting, uh, right. you know, getting game time ahead of Tom Carroll, which says a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, because you know my uh, views on Tom Carroll this season. Um, so yeah, I, 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 that that is one I would be disappointed with if we were to go for him. I think it would be a waste of a loan move that could be better utilised. But yeah, that's basically the roundup of the probables and possibles of uh, Swansea's deadline day. Yeah, hopefully uh, you don't do that then. If if you don't want to, a right back, as you say, <laughs> would probably be uh, required. But yeah, as you say, that's pretty much the wrap up. Is are you uh, coming? Oh, key staying seems likely. Uh, cool. Yeah, then, there, I th- yeah. I think there was only just one rumor um, mm-hmm. link, linking key with um, a move to West Ham as part of the. Um, IU deal, but but Key's generally been you know, our most consistent central midfielder for the, <laughs> since Cavanaugh's come in, um, and and when he is good, he's very good. Yes, he was like um, two seasons ago. He was fantastic. Oh man, if you can get him playing at his best, he's a fantastic footballer. The problem is that he 
he does have long spells where he um, can't be relied on hmm. um, and looks disinterested, really. Um, but if he is motivated and if he is playing at his best, then, yeah, he's, he's a very good player. So I hope we keep him and, and make good use of him over the uh, final months of the season. Cool. Sounds good. I will not ask you what these wins and signings could do uh, for your chances of staying up. I just hope that it happens and we'll leave it at that. Uh, do you have <laughs> anything you'd like to plug on the way out? Uh, yeah, we will be recording uh, a new episode of the Jackcast either tonight or tomorrow um, or next week. Actually, now that I think about it, there's no guarantee that we've done this week. Um, but yeah, uh, we, you'll, you'll have to listen to it at some point for the very, very rare positive podcast looking back at the last few games. <laughs> It'll definitely be worth tuning into for sure then. Uh, Gito, thanks so much for uh, taking the time out and uh, I'm sure we'll speak soon. Thank you very much.